You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Where the Sun Don't Shine by Philip Paget on AO3. She's inside of him to her first knuckle, and he is whimpering beautifully. She smiles around his cock, careful not to let her teeth scrape against his stiff, silky flesh, and pushes in just a touch further. He's on his back on the bed, knees bent and spread wide to accommodate her. When she steals glances at him, his eyes are screwed shut tight, which is not the norm. Normally, he likes to watch. But this just might be sensory overload. Jesus, fuck, he moans, his fists balled at his sides. She wonders why he's not touching her head like he typically does, but again thinks that maybe it's all just a bit much. That so happens to be precisely what she's going for. It's been a slow march to this point. The brush of a fingertip, then the firm press of its pad. She always listened and watched for his objection, and would have stopped immediately if he'd asked, but he never did. The first time she put enough pressure to sink her finger in, he came on the spot, his eyes wide in disbelief. He was bashful afterwards, embarrassed maybe, and she was sure to lay it on thick with sweet words and extra cuddles. He liked it clearly, but perhaps he wasn't sure how to feel about the fact. She'd been through this before with past partners, enough times to know from experience that while most men enjoy a little ass play, most of them are also hesitant to admit it, much less embrace it. Even someone as open-minded and adventurous as Mulder. The scars of deep-seated homophobia run deep, She doesn't make him talk about it, afraid that he'll slam that door closed before she's even had a chance to show him just what's behind it. Now she's made it as far as the second knuckle on her middle finger with the aid of some well-placed saliva, and she clenches her thighs knowing she's almost there. Coming together in your thirties after you've both sowed your wild oats means that there are few firsts left to discover, but she can do this for him. She's thrilled at the idea that he may think he's already had the best orgasm of his life, maybe even with her, but he's about to find out that he was very, very wrong. His body is rigid, on the edge of overwhelm, and he's sputtering out these cute little breathy pants. He trusts her so much it makes her heart ache. Her heart and pussy both, really. She already came before they even got started on this course of a meal but thinks she may be inspired to go back for seconds. She pulls him deep into her mouth as the tip of her finger brushes against the very place she's gone in search of. Firm and bulbous, she strokes his prostrate while the head of his cock butts up against the back of her throat, and he gasps as though a bucket of cold water has been thrown over him. His torso lurches off the bed, nearly folding him in half as his hands fly to her head. Holy shit, holy shit! he declares with equal parts surprise and amazement, and she flashes her eyes up to see that he's looking at her wide-eyed and gape-mouthed, his eyebrows knit in agony. She threads him in and out of her mouth in long, firm pulls, sucking firmly on the head before she drops back down to let it tickle her uvula. All the while that one fingertip gently flutters gently, the slightest bit of stimulation that will bring him to the very gates of heaven. He sucks in an enormous breath as though preparing to dive underwater, 
and she feels him clench around her finger. His eyes fall closed, and he is like a gasping statue, frozen save for the quick shudder of his approaching orgasm and his overtaxed lungs. A hot spurt of cum rockets against the back of her throat, and he comes to life, convulsing and breathing out sharp little moans. He is unrefined, undignified, decidedly out of control, and she fucking loves it. Her big, strong man is a puddle of pleasure and release and the most perfect trust, and it's as sexy as it is moving. It goes on for an eternity, and she delights in the look of surprise on his face. She'll always keep him guessing. Slowly, slowly he comes down. She is sure to slip her finger out before he becomes oversensitized, discreetly wiping it off on a well-placed hand towel, though she knows he was clean for her. He may even have prepped, which she finds insanely arousing. She wants him to do this, to trust her enough to let her know that he wants it. She crawls up his body to where he is limp and shell-shocked on the bed, curling against his side with her head on his chest and one leg draped over his. Close, intimate contact to assure him that she has absolutely no qualms nor regrets about what they've just done. I... Wow. He finally says, dumbstruck and sex-drunk. Good, right? She asks softly, giving him something to agree with rather than a question to answer. Yeah, he begins, his voice thick with insecurity. I just... If it's weird for you, if you think it's weird, I'm the one who did it, Mulder. I don't think it's weird. She interrupts, trailing her finger over his damp chest. I just don't want you to do it if you don't enjoy it, he tries, and she can feel him rooting for the right words. You don't have to do that for me, if you're not into it. She scoots up a little so her face is close to his and gives him a mirthful smile. She reaches over to lift his hand off the bed and brings it between her legs, pressing her fingertips to her vulva. His eyes widen and a slow smile blooms on his mouth. I'm into it, Mulder. Can you tell? He nods softly, then pushes her onto her back and returns the favor. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.